Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast, Chelsea 3, Leicester City nil. First YouTube video, uh, YouTube recap episode here. Josh, Alex, Peter, you get to see our faces. I don't know if you're happy or upset about that. I know Peter isn't so happy about doing the faces on that part. I think it would have been a better one when we were all together, honestly, but, you know, of course... Mike cuts out. We know how that ends. Yes, we certainly do, Josh, with a kind of messed up episode. We have a few audio issues in this episode. Just want to get it out there, but hopefully everything is clear um, and it should be okay. Thank you. So we're here now all together. It's very exciting stuff. Um, and Chelsea are victorious. We were, we were actually on a, a call together for the whole match, so we all know what happened. We all know who watched and 16 to 4 when it comes to shots, 7 to 3 shots on target. Uh, you know, Peter said in the call it could have been 5 or 6 nil uh, by the end of this match. 5 nil specifically if it wasn't 3. Well, no, 3 offsides goals, 2 offsides goals. I think it would have been 5 nil if those offsides goals counted, I want to say. Um, but I'll throw it to one of you two to discuss further. I mean, like you said, what I said, I mean. It could have been 5 or 6 nil with all the offsides goals. I mean, we played it just really, really well. I mean, Leicester as a whole didn't play well either. They weren't particularly good. I don't know what happened to them, but they've been struggling. And they didn't play well against us either. But, I mean, I mean, we just we created chances. I mean, we looked positive. We scored. We finished chances. They were offsides. But it's a good sign that we're actually finishing those chances because that's what we struggled with against Burnley, which led us to only get that draw. Uh, and I mean, just overall, Conte uh, with a great goal. I mean, just a good attacking performance from everyone, really. I, don't, I, I mean, I said Conte in particular, but I wouldn't even say he's my man of the match. But just like everybody played well. I mean, this it's, I've been saying that the past few games, just because in general, we've just have been playing really well. Obviously, we didn't get the result last game, but I mean, we fixed everything that we struggled with against Burnley and we created these chances. Uh, like Burnley, but this time we just finished them. And I mean, without Lukaku, obviously, we knew we were going to have the struggle, but it's good that we're being able to finish these chances. And I mean, 
uh, Hakeem Ziyech and Christian Pulisic were both very good for uh, bright spots com- coming off the bench. They obviously linked up for the third goal. I mean, Pulisic also scored uh, scored an offsides goal and assisted an offsides goal. Ziyech uh, almost uh, gave Pulisic a goal earlier than that actual goal. They played a good. Uh, they had a good ball from Ziyech that Pulisic almost finished. And I mean, just. Overall, just a really good attacking game. Uh, Edward Mendy, too, when Leicester did have those few long shots, there were a few really good shots, and, I mean, he was equal to them. He just he made the saves he needed to make. Uh, another clean sheet. I mean, the best goalkeeper in the world, so I'm glad we have him. Uh, defensively, Chalaba played well. Rudiger played well. Rudiger obviously got the goal from the corner. It was a very nice flick, very good run. Thiago Silva was also very composed. Uh, I mean, just overall, everybody played well, and it was just a good game. 3-0 win, top of the league, uh, six points clear as of now, but obviously we've, we play first. But, I mean, just a good performance from us. And the Tuchel Masterclass with the substitution come again, as you said. Ziyech to Pulisic Connection, obviously them both coming uh, off the bench at the same time. Alex? I agree with you, Peter. In terms of the performance, you know, I know... Here in the U.S., the broadcast, they were kind of mentioning, you know, this is the best Chelsea have played all season. I wouldn't really say that. Um, I thought we were solid, especially coming back for the for the for this early game, coming right off of international break, and then being able to put out a performance like that is quite impressive. Um, but, yeah, I thought everyone played extremely well. Uh, you know, Rudiger, obviously, with the first goal, uh, kind of saying, hey, you got to re-sign me, pay me that £12 million uh, pounds a year. Uh, where Chelsea only really want to pay him about eight and a half is what the rumors are uh, out in circulation. And he obviously also comes up with a very big block uh, to stop a near very probable goal if he does not intervene there. Um, and in general, the wingbacks played very well. Chilwell, Reese James continuing on that high uh, bit of form. And, and it was a good, it was a very good performance. And going going forward, Havertz struggled a bit. I felt, you know, Mount struggled a bit. Callum hudson Doy seemed a little bit sharper. I'm not sure if that's because he didn't really participate during the international break. Um, but he seemed a bit sharper. But he also, you know, had a couple of misjudgments throughout the way. Uh, Jorginho and Conte looked very sharp. Jorginho obviously not having a great international break, but seemed to come back to Chelsea at a, uh, at, you know, at a consistent level as he was before. And N'Golo Conte obviously just was N'Golo Conte, but crazy seeing him banging that uh, goal from outside the box with his left foot. Um, very impressive. Very exciting. Alex, I want to put you on the spot here, unfortunately. You say this isn't the best uh, Chelsea that you have seen this season, right? The best uh, glimpse of Chelsea, uh, like the broadcasters are saying. When has that happened for you then? I wouldn't say necessarily it's it's the like it's up there for sure it's probably one of the better but I'd say Chelsea Norwich 7-0 was just a masterclass right I think that that was you know Norwich obviously sucks but uh Chelsea played extremely well I thought you could have also gone with the uh would that be like a rhetorical answer but the you haven't seen the best of them yet type thing cuz you can also you can also pull that one I could have uh, gone that. Would be, that would have been a good one for English class, Peter, as I'm sure uh, our English teacher would have loved. Rhetorical analysis. That would that'd be a great answer. But I'll answer this too. I will. Uh, it's we we have we haven't seen the best of them yet. No. Uh, I think Norwich. See, the thing is, I think it's I want to say Norwich and this game are kind of similar as like one A one B, just because the quality of the opponent in this game was obviously much better, and we could have won seven 0 if we weren't like 
a bit off sides. Like, we could have won 7-0. It could have been a similar scoreline. Like, we created similar chances and everything. And especially since it's against a better opponent, I'd say it's arguably could be the best we've played this season. So, but I would say since the result actually against Norwich was 7-0 and not just could have been 7-0, I think that performance is better. I'd say that's a, that's a fair point to make, but... Yeah, maybe we haven't seen the best of them yet. I mean, we got some difficult uh, matchups coming up. Obviously, Juventus on Tuesday, and that's going to be a big game if we want to finish first in the group. Whether that matters a lot or not remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, very you know very happy with the performance, and you know Tuchel definitely set everyone up so like we get back from international break and we're we're going to continue going at it. And Tuchel, uh, especially in the first half, they they showed a little tribute to him at halftime of all the times he kind of raged. Uh, throughout the first half of that game, getting upset more about Chelsea losing possession uh, due to lackluster pa- passing and uh, stuff of that nature. And the 2-0, right? I think we were up 2-0 at half, 1-0 at half. Uh, the, whatever the scoreline was at the time, just wasn't a 2-0 at half. Uh, I got the sign from Alex, if anyone's listening. It wasn't the, the, uh, the scoreline that even Thomas Tuchel cared about, uh, as he still wants his club to play the best football that they can. And like you mentioned, Peter, we're up four points uh, right now uh, in front of Man City with 29, I think, and they have 23, although we're the first game of the weekend and... Uh, Six points, Josh, not four. I can't count. I can't count? Can I? I can't 29, count. 29, 23, that's six points until the other teams yeah. play. Yes. I, I, you, are, you are correct. I cannot count. Uh, and we are recording this, actually. We wanted to do, you know, instant reaction so we could put that in the title because we think we're cool. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll put instant reaction. So instant we are reaction this- in all caps, maybe, if that's in the title. Oh, then get excited. That, yeah. that might be a good one. But, yeah, we are recording this before literally every other match as Chelsea was the first. So you have to wait for... Uh, Man United-Watford, if that goes the way you think it will go. I, I don't know what other way besides a Man United victory, but I don't know. Uh, Liverpool-Arsenal coming up. Man City-Everton tomorrow. Uh, Tottenham leads, so there's all of these matches that need to be played, uh, and we'll have to see how that goes. Besides that, I mean, in this game, besides what we can, both, we can all say, it's just like a Chelsea-dominant performance. There's nothing else to come from that. Uh, the thing is, we haven't been here for a while. We didn't address that in the beginning. It's been a little bit. We took the the week and a half off or so. Uh, international break. Do we talk about that a little bit? I mean, I want to say specifically the U.S. men's national team, as we both probably, or all three of us have watched uh, probably both of those games. Um, I definitely watch more. I was paying attention to the Mexico because that's our biggest rival. Christian Pulisic comes on, scores the goal. I mean, it's all good. And Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, the U.S. men's national team has actually, what is this, for the first time in, in many years, has won three in a row, I want to say, against Mexico. That was the stat that everyone was talking about. It was something along that nature. Uh, so very good for the U.S. men's national team. And Pulisic coming on and making a difference in both matches that he played. And the one today as well. So just he's just making an impact no matter where he goes. Uh, but what I wanted to say really is since we've been off for the last two weeks, there has been injury updates uh, with players. Romelu Lukaku, I believe, has returned to training as well as Timo Werner. Or maybe it's, it was Werner and not Lukaku. It's like one of the two of them. I think it was Werner uh, who, who returned to training. Lukaku, though, you know, he keeps us updated with those live tweets the you know running emojis is really getting us hyped up there. He's really, really trying to get the Chelsea fans into it, uh, but he has been tweeting you know 
rapidly about his progress. So he's been running and doing all that stuff, staying conditioned, so that's good. Uh, although ruled out of this match as well as Mateo Kovacic and Timo Werner um, in, in Tuchel's press conference on Thursday or yesterday, Friday. Uh, he ruled them out. Um, although I want to say that's it for the injury updates. Do you guys have any other talks on the game before I move to Chelsea update? Um, nothing really game related right now, but I did want to talk about some transfer rumors. If that is, uh, that is any bit interest. I'll go right ahead now before we go to the Chelsea update. It's kind of a Chelsea update if you think about it that way. Um, so midfielder Gavi, um, from Barcelona, the 17 year old, there's been uh, many rumors over the international break that Chelsea are intending to uh, pay his 50 million euro release clause and sign him from Barcelona. Um, There's been talks because apparently he's under new contract negotiations. People aren't really sure. You know, Barcelona are confident that he's going to stay and sign a new contract, but Chelsea seem intent on on paying his release clause and uh, signing him to the team in January, as early as January. You know, I was looking at this. Obviously, he's a very young midfielder. Um, he was born almost exactly three months before me, and it's kind of crazy that he's playing at the professional level and about to get paid, you know, uh, uh, his release clause is about to get paid for 50 million euros, and I'm sitting here talking about him. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny, but anyway, I, I was looking at him when, you know, the rumors came out. I was like, oh, yeah, and how old is 17? I knew he was young. I didn't realize he was, like, that young. Um, and it, it's kind of like a weird shocker. It's it, it's getting to that point where some players are younger than me, and that's a little bit concerning. Completely forgot, Alex, that you were already seventeen too, because Peter and I's birthdays are so late. Uh, for or I mean, I I guess they are pretty late. We're next summer, so we don't even turn seventeen until the summer. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, I although. Uh, you talk about these young stars uh, in in football. It's kind of one of the only sports that I would say, at least when we're talking about professional, uh, because we we talk about the four major sports, uh, you know, where we are in the U.S. and it's really football, basketball, hockey, and baseball. And you don't ev- you don't really see 16, 17 year olds getting their starts at this time period. Uh, you know, there's always the many levels of minor leagues and in, in the in baseball and football, there isn't really minor leagues, but you have to really go through college. And now uh, in the NBA as well, there was a whole thing of can you come out of high school? No, you have to do one year of college at least. So it is pretty, um, uh, well, I got to think of a word, but pretty amazing uh, that these young talents can come out at such football at a professional level. And if you think about it, they're not even out of high school. They haven't even graduated high school. I, you know, I don't know what exactly, you know, in Spain, what the high school curriculum is. But, um, you know, I know in La Masia, the Barcelona Academy, I'm sure that they do like school. I know they do schooling as well as, um, you know, playing as well. So he's probably still taking some tests in school and he's uh, rumored to get fit, uh, get sold for 50 million euros. Crazy. I, you know, I haven't really seen much of him. I'm going to definitely look more into it. So I'm not going to give like my opinion on whether or not he's worth it or not. I know he hasn't really, he just kind of popped off recently. Obviously, he couldn't have been around for that long. Um, and, you know, he, he seems like a very talented youngster. 50 million is a lot for someone who's very unproven, but uh, I'll definitely take a look in more, and then we'll talk about it more next episode for sure. If the rumors also continue to surface, obviously, because if they go away, then we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Peter, I, I, I was actually going to say, again, before we get a Chelsea update, we're just pushing it, pushing it off. Uh, what do you think about the 
Jorginho injury, I know something a little little nick probably, looked like cramp, signaled hamstring is what you told us on the phone. Uh, any Anything to be worried about? I mean, it could be. I mean, I'm not. I'm not this doctor injury expert over here. I just saw someone. I think I'm pretty sure I saw someone on Twitter say that like he signaled hamstring, which isn't good because that even if that's just like a nagging pain, hamstring injuries are not fun and especially not good for soccer when you run around a lot. But with Kovacic out, even if it's a minor injury that could keep him out of Tuesday, it's not ideal. I mean, it'd probably be fine because we can just do Loftus Cheek and Conte in the midfield, but. You never know with hamstring injuries, and those can tend to, like, stay a while and just kind of, like, be annoying. And then they're really re-injurable, which is not a good sign. But hopefully maybe he wasn't signaling hamstring and it was just a cramp, and then he'll be fine for Tuesday. But you don't really know. So hopefully it's nothing major, but we'll see. Getting uh, some of the post-match stuff now, and this is very interesting. So Thiago Silva obviously has been sensational for Chelsea, despite him being 37 years old. Uh, there's been rumors that he's going to sign another extension with Chelsea, another extension, so that he can stay another year even after this season because he's playing so well. His numbers versus Leicester today, 100% of duels won, 97% pass accuracy, 101 touches, most on the team, 94 passes attempted, which was also most on the team, and 91 of those completed. Eight ball recoveries, three clearances, one tackle, 37 years old, a rock at the back. Very impressive for Thiago Silva. Um, just wanted to mention, you know, when the stats come in, you got you got you got to roll with them. Men had a few key saves in this one, too. Obviously, he wasn't saving the game or anything because we had a, a lead already. But he wasn't used much in goal today. But when he was, he did what he needed to do, made three key saves, and uh, it was a good job by him. One of them on Madison. I thought that was the biggest one uh, there. Obviously, Madison, a very good player. So, Well, now he's a bench piece, right? So I guess he was trying to find his starting role. Maybe he used to be a really good player. I don't, I don't know really how to phrase that. All right, Chelsea update. I should get some music on here. Uh, Alex, are you able to do that? Well, not. I don't know about the video, but like, like some news, like da na 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 na. I can do that on the. I can do that on the audio version, but not on the video version, unfortunately. Well, I'm not up to that level of supreme editing yet. All right. Well, if you can add a little news, like da. Okay. You know?
for, it doesn't have to be for this one, but like in the future, I think that it's gonna cool. it's gonna be all right. Fine, we'll just. We're, I was gonna say it'll make, be really awkward if I'm on if we're like oh, and then the news you know news sound starts now, and then we're just all sitting here bug eyed on while everyone on the video is just watching like oh what is, what's going on. Well, we'll 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 figure it out. We'll see we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. Anyway, I I was just an, just an idea, just an idea. Uh, so just two uh, scores that I have for today. The first one coming from the Chelsea woman in the Women's Champions League Group A versus Peter and I had a little bit of discussion on this last episode. I'm going to go Servette uh, woman. Uh, you know, the pronunciation of this, it will, we'll never get it. So I'm not even going to try. They played them on Thursday, uh, November 18th. So two days ago. Got the 1-0 victory. So very good job for the women's. Um, that was Sam Kerr who had the single goal in that match. Uh, 1-0 victory there. If I look towards their next match, which I should have this pre, but you know, in, this is what happens when you when you record instant reaction. Uh, you, you really don't have time for preparation like I normally like to. So, you know, just got a nicely stall here. Nothing really happening much. Their next match is going to be in the English one in Super League. Oh, tomorrow. Look at that. Tomorrow early morning uh, for us of 9 a.m. start, it looks like. Or that could be in the U.K., um, I, I assume probably UK time because it's on the Chelsea website. So uh, they play the Birmingham woman um, next or tomorrow. So, to say we won't be waking up at 4 a.m. Uh, if it's at 4 a.m., which I pro- it probably is because it's a Chelsea website, yeah, that is not happening. <laughs> the struggle this morning was real. The struggle this morning was real. I was rolling out of bed. It's a tough wake up. Second tough. one is going to be... Premier League 2, Division 1, as Peter and I talked about last episode, they are awful. But you know what? We still do their updates. 3-1 victory. It doesn't happen often, but it did happen. The developmental squad wins 3-1 against the Leeds United, uh, their Premier League 2 squad, so good for them. And their their next match, I'm having trouble talking here in this uh, Chelsea update, is going to be in their Champions League, Group H against Juventus. On Tuesday, so similar to Chelsea, uh, they will also be playing um, Juventus in their Champions League as well. When it comes to table-wise, here, you know, got to stall. This is when you also have, should have music here. Yeah, yeah new music, but I, I'm going to talk also another piece of news. For my friend Fabrizio, he just tweeted out that Chelsea are intent on a contract extension for Thiago Silva. So my thing was, my comment was right. So shout out to Fabrizio. Just now? Yeah, like 20 minutes ago, he put it out. Oh, very cool. I didn't know this. Chelsea women sit in second with 18 points, one point uh, behind the Arsenal women. So let's see if they can catch up and go to first in there uh, in the women's uh, league. And then PL2, Chelsea, you know what? They're getting up there. Out of the 14 uh, squads in the Premier League, too, they're up to eight now with 13 points. So almost in the middle of the pack. Let's go Chelsea uh, Del- developmental squad. Hopefully you can get up there, but that is your chill. I'm Josh. And I, I don't know if like, I'm like supposed to be a newscaster. I'm Josh. And that is your Chelsea update. And that's about it when it comes to that. So Ooh. appreciate Ooh. it. Yeah. All right. Clap. I, I think that's about it. Right. For, for this, do we have anything? Yeah, else? I don't think because it's just so early that we don't know exact squad details and we need to have a Thomas Tuchel press conference in preparation on Monday or Tuesday. We're not going to do uh, the preview when it comes to lineup-wise uh, for the game on, on Monday. Uh, Agreed. Or Tuesday. Uh, fun. Tuesday. We will have a recap episode, right? I think we'll do that. We'll do a recap episode. Yeah, recap episode Wednesday morning, hopefully, ideally. 
Wednesday morning we have school. No, Tuesday night and we'll release it Wednesday morning. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, we'll probably do that. Uh, and then maybe preview to Man United. I don't know. Well, it, it all depends. But Chelsea face Juventus in the group stage. Once again, the fifth out of six matches uh, in the UEFA Champions League group stage. Hopefully they get their revenge. This is the first time they're playing them since they lost, right? So, yeah, thank you. You got you to gotta say the yeah for the audio version because you can't just nod your head for the video on. Uh, but besides that, I think we'll wrap it up here. Well, we thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. If you're on YouTube, I can say this now. Subscribe, drop a like, comment if you want as well. If you're not on YouTube uh, and you're listening anywhere, you can subscribe. Drop a, You can drop a comment, but it would be a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars. Uh, you can follow us on just Twitter and TikTok, I want to say, at Talking Blues Pod. Uh, we're on both of those platforms. I am on Twitter at Joshua29. Alex on Twitter at Anorian23. And shippitstudios.com slash talkingblues. That's shippitstudios.com slash talkingblues. That's all the links uh, where you can catch the episodes. But for now, Josh. For, oh, that's this is how people do it. For Alex and Peter, I am Josh saying thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.